0: amen Luke chapter 15 Luke chapter 15 beginning verse 11 then he said a certain man had two sons and the younger of them said to his father father give me the portion of goods that falls to me so he divided to them his livelihood and not many days after the younger son gathered all together He journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in the land, and he began to be in want. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father, but when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring out the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet, and bring the fatted calf here and kill it and let us eat and be married. for this my son was dead and is alive again he was lost and is found and they began to be married i was uh, at a revival this past uh friday visiting a, a revival tent meeting that they had in san manito texas and it was good to see uh other brothers and pastors from different churches just worshiping god and and hearing the word of God from from evangelists that came out of the, the valley, from from outside of the valley to bless this community, and it was it was good to see the gospel being preached. The only the only the Bible says, "How would they know without a preacher? And how would they preach unless they are sent?" And as I was worshiping the Lord and and just spending time with God, I. You have to understand, I use every moment for God. I keep my heart sensitive, and, and as the Spirit of God leads, so, so when they're preaching and they're ministering, and my mother's like this, so I'm not the only one, so don't get angry at me, but there's times that someone could be preaching about one thing, but the Holy Ghost would be speaking to me about something else. How many times, how many, how many times have you come to church and the pastor was preaching, but God was speaking to you in another area than what pastor was preaching? that happens amen and it's good amen it, it's because the Holy Ghost wants to teach you it and as I was sitting there and the Lord began to give me the vision of how it's gonna unravel for 2021 I've been asking God Lord what should we call these 12 cities that we're gonna be ministering in this revival this crusade campaign and he told me homecoming amen now when you say homecoming I think Bad tuxedos. Big old mums. And sadness, because usually we lost the game. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I'm Sam Nita. We don't lose. We just run out of time. Especially against the Cardinals. Um, but homecoming and the Lord began to put this in my spirit man how people are going to come back come back home see this prodigal son he was living in the kingdom and but he had his eyes outside he kept on looking on the things of the world and and he began to think about the lusts of the world and he began to think about the things that were in the kingdom how they could be used for the lust of the world and so he convinced his father to give him his inheritance and he went out and he wasted it on prodigal living. The thing about it is, you know, people love you when you got something to give. But when you are living for the things of this world and the lusts of this world, what you are living, the things that you give, there's an end. There's not increase, there's not abundance, there's not more than enough. It's, you live in a limited world because this world is a dead world. And so he took the things that were once alive in the kingdom and he took it to a dead world. And so the, the inheritance, no matter how big it was, it wasted away. He lost it all. And when he lost it all and wasted away, all his friends that, that loved him when he had some to give, now they didn't love him no more. Every door that was open when he had stuff to, 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 to create the party, now they don't even... Get, I don't even know you anymore. I don't don't welcome you in my house. I don't welcome, the the Bible says that he found himself taking care of the pigs, looking at the food because he was hungry, starving. And the Bible says that when he came to himself, he began to think, man, the the servants in my father's house lives, lives better than this. I'm gonna go back to my father and ask him, to receive me again like one of the servants, because at least I know that I'll eat in the house as a servant, then live among the pigs and starve to death. So he came back to the kingdom. And he came back repented, ready to to tell the father, you know, forgive me, I sinned against you, make me one of your servants, you know, just, I don't wanna die of hunger. So when he came back, repented, the Bible says that the father was looking, and the father saw him from afar off. He came and ran to him, and as the the son was confessing his sins before the father, the father wrapped his arms of love around him, kissed him, embraced him, and then began to, to tell the servants, bring out a robe put sandals on his feet, put a ring on his finger, kill the fatted calf, for my son who was lost is now alive again. A great celebration took place because the son came home. What was happening? Homecoming. Homecoming. You know, we have to be very careful to never lose the joy of our salvation. The joy of salvation, the Bible says, all heaven celebrates when one person comes into the kingdom of God. There was a great celebration that took place, not because a ser- there was a new servant in the house, but there was a son that forgot who he was and he was restored back into his rightful place. The Bible says he put a robe that the father put a robe over him. Why was a robe? To cover his shame, to cover his shame. A lot of us, are, we, we see the things of the past, and we have so much guilt of the, the, the things we've messed up in, and the, the weaknesses of our life, and, and we think that God can't love us because we failed over and over and over. But I want to let you know the glory of the Lord will cover your shame. Jesus will forgive every sin. His blood will wash away every iniquity. Amen. He does Not only does God cover your shame with his glory But he destroys that sin as if it never happened Amen Let me thank God for the, the, the robe That only the Father could provide In the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve sinned They tried to cover themselves and they couldn't cover themselves God had to provide a covering for them Now we have a covering, it's called the blood of Jesus and it's not there just to cover us, it's there to wash all our sins away. Amen. Total forgiveness. Amen. What else did he put on? He put a ring on his finger. That represents the authority. You know, that son walked away from his position of authority when he left the kingdom of God. But the father restored that position of authority when he came back home to the, to the father. He put a ring on his finger, that authority. You have authority in the name of Jesus. No devil is stronger than you because of who Jesus has, what Jesus has done for you. When you rise up in the name of Jesus, that devil has to, has to flee. The Bible says, resist the devil and he shall flee. You have authority and power in the name of Jesus. And many people are being destroyed by the works of the devil when you are called to destroy the works of the devil in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Don't forget who you are. You are a mighty man of God, a mighty woman of God. You are bought with the blood of Jesus Christ. Your name is written in heaven. The greater one lives on the inside of you. Jesus, the word of God says that in his name you will cast out devils. The power is in the name of Jesus. You have the authority to use the name of Jesus. If there's something going on in your life, rise up, man of God. Rise up, woman of God, and rebuke it in the name of Jesus. I'm talking about things that are trying to attack your family, trying to attack your community, trying to attack your mind, trying to attack your body. When sickness tries to rise up inside of you, look at it, in the name of Jesus, I command this pain to go right now in Jesus' name. When the devil tries to mess with your children, in the name of Jesus, devil, take your hands off of my children. I rebuke you out of my house in Jesus' name. That's the authority. The father restored the authority to the prodigal son he wasn't a servant he was a ruler in the kingdom many of us are, 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 are trying to live as just oh I just want to I just want a little place in heaven you don't have a little place in heaven the, Jesus said there are mansions being prepared for you <laughs> you're not an angel you are an heir unto salvation you're a man of God. You are created in the image of God. And the word of God is shaping and molding you into the image of Christ. You're not called to exist. You're not called to, to just get by. You're called to walk in victory in Jesus' name. The Bible says you are more than a conqueror. Hallelujah. Let me thank God for the authority that we have in the name of Jesus. Start using it, man of God. Start using it, woman of God. You know, the problem is that most believers, they just think it. They, 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 got, a, you know, they got a good amen and a big shout at church. But when the fight comes in, they go into their room and they cry. And they live a defeated life because the, 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 the way they react to the battle is, oh no, why me again? You are not a victim. You are a victor. You are not someone being overcome by the enemy when you have the power in the name of Jesus. You have the authority in the name of Jesus. When you recognize who you are in Jesus' name, fear has no more control over you. Say, I have the victory. That's even before the fight, I have the victory. Hallelujah. You know, for a lack of a better way of explaining it, I I like playing football, I like watching football. I like the drama and all that. I love it. When I preach a little hurt, it's usually because my team lost. You know, I've been praying for the Cowboys. A lot of prayer. Need need some fasting there too, right? (laughs) But there are some, there are things, games of the past that were not fair because they were fixed. The referees were bought out, the other players were bought out, and the match was fixed. I want to let you know that when you live and you operate in the authority of God, The match is already fixed, and at the end of the game, you win no matter what happens. That's the mindset that you have to have when you go into the battle. I have the victory in Jesus' name. And so he put the ring on his finger to restore his position in the kingdom of God. And then the the last thing he did was he, he put sandals on his feet. What were the sandals for? See... Most people never live the purpose that God made them for. They never step into the call of God or the purpose and the plan of God. When you ask somebody, you, you know, what is the thing that, that the greatest desire of their heart, I just want to know why I'm alive. I want to know why am I here. What is the reason for all this? But the only one that could give you the purpose and the plan of God is God. He says, I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper and give you a a hope and an expected end. Amen. And that's what the prodigal son, he stepped into his calling when the father put the sandals back on his feet. I'm called to live in the kingdom, not outside of the kingdom. You know, the, the, the amazing thing about it was he left the kingdom and entered into a dead land. And he tried to live like the dead people. And it just doesn't work. That's why many of you, when you give your life to the Lord and you try to go back to the sin that you once came out of, it just doesn't work anymore. That, that, that drinking addiction doesn't work no more. That drug doesn't work no more. That, that perversion doesn't work no more. Because even though you, you might step into those things, the conviction of the Holy Ghost keeps on reminding you, you are not this no more. You are bought with the price of blood, Jesus. You are redeemed. You are Son of God. And so you could fall down as many times, you could run away as many times as you want, but you can't run away from the truth, and the truth is that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. You can run, but you can't hide. I remember one time there was a, a brother in the church and, and uh, he, he backslid and he fell out and, and his wife called me and she says, I don't know where my husband is, he left the home, he left, left the house. And I just, I just began to look around. I began to look around, and, and, and the Lord led me into a, into a bar. So I walked in the bar, you know. And understand this, I'm Kevin. If you see me on the street, I don't wear a collar with a pre sign or anything like that. You know, if Ross doesn't sell it, I don't wear it. I roll that way. So you... I mean there is nothing special you know I'm I'm just Kevin and I walked in that place and as soon as I walked in everybody in the bar looked at me and it was almost like they were all telling you don't belong here what are you doing here they didn't know I was a minister they didn't know I was a man of God but they knew that there was something about me that did not belong there why you know, darkness can't associate with light. I'm, I'm, I'm always, I mean, uh, every time we start worship, I see, I've seen people literally run out of the church because of the glory of God in the house. When the glory of God shows up, you have to, you're either going to yield to God and, and repent of your sins and come to the Lord or you're going to run away because darkness has to go away from the light. Amen. I remember my brother Fidel. He said, when I first came in here, I felt thousands of devils crying out to me to, to, to leave the church, to get out quick. But he didn't. And now I can't get rid of him. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Love you, brother. Amen. Praise God. God is good. Amen. You know, I believe that God is going to give us a bunch of homecoming parties all over the Rio Grande Valley of people coming to the Lord. Amen. It's going to be a great celebration. So everything that you need is found in the Father's house. The glory of God, the purpose, the authority, the healing, the restoration, food, provision, everything is found in the, in the Father's house. You just have to come home. You just have to come home. I like to share my father's testimony because he was the first generation that got saved and his, his, his life was messed up. He was, his marriage was messed up. His, it, my mother was leaving him, and he was uh, addicted to all sorts of st- stuff, and he started truck driving, and he was thinking about killing himself because he couldn't stand living no more. And before he drove, he was thinking about driving his, his truck over a mountain, but before he drove the truck over a mountain, he heard a voice and the voice said, if you want to die, die to yourself and live for me. Amen. Now, you might think, oh, that, that's, that, that's just a coincidence. But the voice spoke to him for over an hour and led him turn by turn until he, he found himself in a, in a church. When he walked in the church, the church had been fasting and praying for weeks because God told them He's going they're gonna send someone that He's sending someone that's gonna change the world. And so when He walked in, he walked in dirty, you know, he had been driving hours and he walked in smelly, but their church was full of people praying, and they surrounded him and they said, This is the man. They laid hands on him and they began to, to lead him to Christ and he surrendered his life to the Lord. He comes back home and he tells my mother, he said, Ada, I'm a different man, I gave my life to Jesus, I'm born again. And my mother looked at him and said, yeah, right, Carlos, I've heard it all. You have told me every excuse and now you're telling me, Jesus, yeah, right. No, no, I mean it, uh, I gave my life to Jesus. And my mother began to see the change in my father's life. See, the the thing about the Lord is God doesn't play fair he doesn't change you from the outside in he changes you from the inside out the spirit of God you know some people think homecoming is about people coming back to God but really homecoming is about God coming into people we are the temple of the Holy Ghost and when my father gave his life to the Lord the Holy Ghost moved into his heart and so before he was he was empty and all he had was death but now the Holy Ghost is operating on the inside of them And his actions began to change, and his walk began to change, his talk began to change. And my mother began to see a difference in his life. And my mother gave her life to the Lord. But my mother had this prayer. She said, she said, Father, my husband, I love him so much, but he's not the same man that I married. But I love him so much and for a while she felt like like she wasn't even married to him because he had changed so much that he was a new man what does the Bible says if anyone's in Christ he is a new creation all things have passed away behold all things are brand new and so he was made new my mother loved him but she didn't feel married to him because it was, he was not the same man that she married And one day, my father—you know—of course, my father started preaching and ministering, and he took my mother with him on a trip to Puerto Rico as he was preaching some churches over there. And at the end of the service, the pastor called my mother and my father, and he and he looked at my mother and he said, "The Lord told me that you love your husband, but you don't feel married to him. And so the Lord told me to remarry you guys here." And he had the whole church decorated like a wedding. How many you know that God knows the little things? And because God changed my father, changed my mother, that same Holy Ghost power that was working inside of them made Jesus real to me and my my family. And now we're all serving the Lord. The the Word of God is true that, that, that you and your household shall be saved. You know, it just takes one person to save the whole family. You might be the only one saved in your family, but you're gonna lead your other family to, to, to the Lord. You're, you're, the, you're the one that, 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 break th- that broke through, amen? And so our lives are changed because of what the Lord did for us. Now we are given that same ministry of reconciliation to walk in the power of God and see our lives and, and see other people's lives change. Let me give you one last scripture. In 2 Corinthians, go there. Tell your neighbor, come home. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 17 through 21. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. be reconciled to God for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him we have been given the ministry of reconciliation everybody said ministry of reconciliation reconnected back to God people are lost people don't know that 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 Jesus is alive and it is our responsibility to plead with them and implore them Come to God. Be reconciled to God. Jesus loves you. He died on the cross for your sins. You could be born again, saved. The curse of sin and death can be broken off of your life if you will just receive the free gift of salvation that comes through the blood of Jesus Christ. Jesus did not come to condemn the world. Jesus came to save the world. Our message is not sinner, you're going to hell, and there's no hope. Our message is there's salvation through the blood of Jesus Christ. Our message is Jesus loves you. God loves you. Come back home. Your life will be transformed and changed in the presence of God. What's been broken on the outside, God can fix it. I have this state, this, this thing in my, inside, my, inside my spirit man. I see all the brokenness of the world and people angry at each other and society crumbling. But the only thing I see in my spirit man is if you break them, my God will fix them. Where they are weak, he is strong. If you want freedom, freedom's found in the house of the Lord. If you want provision, provision's found in the house of the Lord. You need direction, everything that you need Is found in the house of God. The life of God is found through Jesus Christ. And that is our ministry of reconciliation. Everybody say, Reconciliation. Come on back. Come on home. It's homecoming. It's homecoming. Come on back. This is a time of celebration. This is a time of of knowing that God is alive and that you are alive in Him. This is not a time of judgment. There is a time judgment, but it's not God's intent for man to go to hell. Hell was never made for you. Heaven was, was designed, made, and is waiting for you come back home. If you have been stuck in sin, if you've been lost and you're broken, today is your homecoming. Come on home to Jesus Christ. Give your life to the Lord. Surrender your life to God, and He will make you new. You'll become a new creation. You might say, oh pastor, I got so much broken stuff in my life. I got so many things that are, that are missing. I don't even know what my tomorrow holds. Come to God, let the Father heal you, and you will see that He has a plan and purpose and a destiny for you. Everything that you are missing is found in the house of God. Come on home. Today is your homecoming in Jesus' name. Amen.